0: Welcome to the Eddie Corns Podcast and today we are previewing the final week of the NFL regular season. Start with the first Sunday game, Pittsburgh at Ravens. Baltimore is the underdog at plus four and the main reason for that is they're resting pretty much their whole offense and a part of their defense. Lamar Jackson, OBJ, Zay Flowers is doubtful and Kevin Zeiler, the guard are all slated to sit and Marlon Humphrey the standout cornerback is also resting which means Tyler Huntley is starting. He's shown some promise when starting for the Ravens and will feel way more comfortable in front of the home crowd. But on the other side, Mason Rudolph is one of the many backups to surprise this season. He's had as many 40-plus yard throws in the last two weeks as Kenny Pickett, and Trubisky had in 14 weeks. He's also scored at least 30 points in both of his games after the Steelers didn't score 30 points in the games prior to him starting. That's definitely not nothing. And he unlocked George Pickens, who's caught 11 passes for 326 yards and two touchdowns. This is a tough one. Even with the Ravens starting most of their offensive starters, the defense is still playing. I really doubt Mason Rudolph is going to find it easy to carve up. This defense and score 30 points again. However, the Steelers need the win if they want to keep their playoff chances alive, while the Ravens already have the one seed locked up and nothing to play for. I like Huntley, but Mike Tomlin isn't going to allow him to dominate. This offense is full of backups. I'm picking the Steelers to win and they'll cover the minus four. Next up is one of the best games of the week, the Sunday late game. It's Houston at Indianapolis. Indianapolis is the underdog at plus one. The Colts won the first matchup between these two teams, but the stakes are so much higher in Week 18. It's a win means a spot in the playoffs and a loss means you're going on holiday. CJ Stroud has been the best quarterback that we've seen in the last four years, and I expect him to keep performing against an average Colts defense. While Gardner Minshew has avoided the backup QB crash, the likes of Josh Dobbs and Tommy DeVito have sustained in the last few weeks. He's performed well above expectation all season and this Texans defense is vulnerable for him to continue. I'm taking the Texans to cover the minus one in a very close, high-scoring nail-biter. Both these teams deserve to make the playoffs and have been badly affected by injuries at various points of the season, which will probably cost them a spot. I'm nervous to pick against Jonathan Taylor, who's averaged 124.6 rush yards per game in five career games against the Texans, but I just think CJ Stroud would be too much to handle. The first early Monday game is Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is favoured by seven. The Browns are locked in in the 5-6 or seed but decided to take the risk and are playing all their starters this week including 38-year-old Joe Flacco who's transformed into prime Brett Favre since making his way off the couch and onto the Browns' practice squad. While the Bengals, who also have nothing to play for, are starting both receivers Chase and Higgins despite some questions during the week. Jake Browning, their backup quarterback, will also be starting. It's a really hard game to pick because it's unclear if any of the starters will be playing a half or the full game. But I'm going to take the Browns and the plus seven. They're the better team. And even with the questions around who's playing for how long, I just think they're better than this Bengals team with the backup quarterback in. Next up, Minnesota at Detroit. Detroit is favored by three and a half. After the Lions were screwed by the refs last week, they're locked into the three seed. And that won't stop Dan Campbell from playing his starters. While Kevin O'Connell can't decide between Mr. Bad Decisions or rookie quarterback Jaron Hall, who might possibly be the worst quarterback in the NFL not great. Campbell was clearly pissed after last week and so he should be. He's going to make one last statement before the playoffs. This is my guarantee of the week. The Lions will win and easily cover the minus three and a half. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee is the underdog at plus five and a half. Trevor Lawrence has practiced this week, but he also apparently didn't throw the ball at all, which is really strange. It's going to be a game-time decision between him and backup quarterback CJ Bethard, while the Titans are 2-5 and over the last five weeks, but could easily be 4-1. and one, Rabel gave a losing sucks speech this week, which made it clear he has no intentions of taking, even though it's definitely the smart thing to do for his team at the moment. But this is the type of game Derek Henry thrives in. He's heading into free agency, he's playing with a backup quarterback, the Jags have a bad run defense, he'll get 25-plus carries this week, and pull out a vintage performance, The Titans to the win and the plus five and a half cover. Next up, New York Jets at New England, which is weirdly one of the funnest games of the week, even though both these teams stink. This game will go down one of two ways in New England. The Pats will win a very close game and the front office will say, hell yeah, let's keep Belichick around. This guy's still got it. Or they'll think if that old man, he's cost us a top three pick and ruined our chance at a generational quarterback. Either way, the Pats win and cover the minus one and a half. Atlanta at New Orleans. New Orleans is favoured by three. I hate this Atlanta team. I had to watch every single one of their games this year because I had Bijan and London on my fantasy team and I didn't enjoy a single snap of it. Every time I looked over, Arthur Smith was making one infuriating coaching decision. Desmond Ritter was making some of the dumbest QB plays you've ever seen. I hate this team. They don't deserve to make the playoffs. I know this prediction has zero logic and thought behind it, but out of pure spite, I'm taking the Saints to win and cover the minus three. Tampa Bay at Carolina with playoff implications on the line. Carolina is the underdog at plus four and a half. Baker Mayfield hurt his ribs this week and was clearly affected by it. With a playoff spot on the line, though, there's no doubt he will play against this much-improved Panthers team. Bryce Young has been a major disappointment this season, but he's improved slightly over the last five weeks. One of his best games of the year was against this Buck team, where the Panthers narrowly lost. This will be a close game, but the Bucks will drag themselves across the finish line and earn themselves a playoff spot, while the Panthers will cover the plus four and a half and end their season on somewhat of a moral victory. Chicago at Green Bay with a lot on the line. Fields is playing for his job. The Packers are fighting for a playoff spot. It's a huge game for both teams and a huge game for both defensive coordinators who are also fighting for their jobs. I've got Green Bay to win at home and the Bears narrowly cover the plus three. I mean, the QB may have changed, but the Packers still own the Bears. Next up, Denver at Las Vegas. Las Vegas is favoured by minus two and a half. As a Denver fan, the last five weeks have been filled with nothing but disappointment. The Texans loss, the Lions thrashing, the Pats loss, the freaking Pats loss, the stupid rust benching, the fallout that followed, having to watch Didham, who is so clearly your average backup quarterback. No Sean Payton, you can't fix him. Unfortunately, this Raiders team that has haunted us the last three years and ironically will cost Denver a playoff spot because of the one-point loss in week one. I'm taking the Raiders to win and cover the minus two and a half. Denver is back on the QB carousel. I can feel the fan base talking themselves into Michael Penix Jr. after a trade down on draft night before he suffers a bad injury in the first three weeks. The post-matting pain continues. Next up, Philadelphia at the New York Giants. New York is the underdog at plus five. The Eagles desperately need a win, mostly for the confidence of Jalen Hurts. Oh, and of course, the division title is still up for grabs if the Cowboys lose to the Commanders. The team looked like the surefire one seed five weeks ago. Now they need a win to get the swagger they had back. I like Tyrod Taylor, he's one of the better backups in the league, the Giants somehow made the last game between the Eagles close, I just don't see them doing that again with how bad their secondary is. They give up 4.7 yards a throw, that's horrible, and even with Devonta Smith out, the Eagles receivers are desperate to take advantage. The Eagles win and cover the minus 5 spread. This will be a shootout, the Cardinals can't cover anyone and the Seahawks have 3 to close to elite receivers. As long as DK doesn't get ejected or Geno gets injured, the Seahawks are going to have a field day. But the Seahawks also can't stop the run. James Conner has been a top three running back over the last few weeks. Plus, Kyle Amaro is unstoppable, scrambling from the pocket. Yet another hard game to pick, so I'm going to split it down the middle. The Seahawks are the better team, but the Cardinals will cover the past three. Kansas City at... The Los Angeles Chargers, Los Angeles is favoured by three and a half. I think we should all just make a pack and pretend this game does not exist. Don't put it on Red Zone. Don't post highlights of it on Twitter. Don't count the stats after the game. Just burn the tape and move on. With that being said, the Chiefs win and cover the plus three and a half. Los Angeles Rams at San Francisco 49ers. San Fran is favored by minus four. The Rams' main aim in this game is to get Puka, 18 yards, break the rookie receiving record, and get out unscathed. The 49ers will also be arresting their starters, but Darnold is a better backup quarterback than Carson Wentz coming off his couch, so I'm going to take the Niners to win and cover the minus four. Dallas at Washington. Washington is the underdog at plus 13, the biggest spread of the week. For whatever reason, the Cowboys always struggle against Washington, and they always suck in high-pressure games games. Ron Rivera is coaching for his job, while the Cowboys will be showing absolutely zero respect to the commanders during the week. I just don't think it's possible for a team as bad as Washington is to win again this season, but I do think they cover the plus 13 and leave some Cowboys fans sweating the final five minutes. Buffalo at Miami, the best game of the week. NFL leaves the best for last. Monday afternoon here in Australia, Miami is 3-3 and it's for the AFC East crown. What's wild about this game is Buffalo could potentially finish as the two seed with a win and some help, and then they could also miss the playoffs entirely. Oh yeah, and a loss could also mean they play the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Not sure they want to exercise those demons just yet. While the Dolphins just got embarrassed by the Ravens and struggled against good teams this year, they're like a better version of the Crows. They took advantage of good schedule, beat off on bad teams and sucked against the good ones. This is their final opportunity to prove they're worthy of a top seed and I think they'll do it. Buffalo has just been too inconsistent for me to trust them in a big spot, especially away from home, even with the Dolphins' slew of injuries. This might also be me manifesting a round one matchup between the Bills and Chiefs. Anyway, Dolphins win and cover the plus three.